you get up and you do the work regardless of how you feel. There's a lot of people listening that say, well, you know what, man? I just think I need like a mental break today and I need to take some time because of self-love. What would you say to those people? Go in the mirror and really try to lie to yourself. Listen to how you actually feel. All the reasons why you don't respect yourself. Listen to it while you try to lie to yourself and tell yourself that, no, I'm, I'm good with my fat body. I'm good with my reactions with my family. I'm good with my financial situation. Are you? Are you really? And if you're not, your body is not in alignment with the true warrior that you were meant to be and your actions are not in alignment with your conscience. If you get those two things lined up, you're unstoppable. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, The Determined Society. My name is Sean French. And before I get started on introducing my amazing guest today, um, I want to remind you guys to, if you like this show and you're hearing this for the first time, hit subscribe, like the show, share the show, leave a review. We'd love to see it. That's the only thing I ask. I don't have ads uh, bleeding your ears to death um, and all this other bullshit. So uh, I'd appreciate it. But man, with me today, I have somebody that uh, I hold close to my heart. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, we met about a year ago, and I just love what he's doing for fathers all over the world. Just global fucking superhuman fathers. This gentleman takes a father who is complacent in his marriage and in his fitness and in his fatherhood and turns these people into literal superhuman fathers. So today I have with me, guys, my boy, Kyle Carnahan. What's up, buddy? Man, intro, intro gonna already get me goosebumps, make me cry, bro. <laughs> hey, dude, you know, here, here's the thing. Just so everybody knows, that intro is freestyled, just so you know. Everything I do is freestyled. I think that's what people don't understand. It's like, how do you, and it's funny because I was on a podcast last week and it just aired today. And the clip that came out, it said, hey, Sean, so how do you feel about scripts? And my response was, fuck a script. Yeah. And that's here we are, man, because I don't think life is scripted. It's completely unfiltered and unscripted. Every single day in our marriage, in fatherhood, in our business, in corporate America, the moment you walk out that fucking door, it's unscripted, man. And you have to be able to pivot and maneuver at any point possible. So I love doing the, the freestyle stuff. That's the least I can do. <laughs> Just don't do it for a wedding speech. I've done that. That, that. that doesn't work out so well. Although maybe you could pull it off. Oh, bro. I've, I've done plenty of best man speeches without paper. Damn. Yeah. Hey, for, for, a, mere, for a mere mortal, don't do that. Don't, don't <laughs> like, oh, I got this. I'll just wing it. Oh, shit. Uh, it's, a, it's a gift, man. You're straight up. It's a gift. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, I and own it. Talking for a long time. You've been in sales for a long time. You've been using that yapper and practicing. Yeah, dude. It's just, it's one of those things where I've, I paid so much close attention, you know, so I grew up and my dad was like, hey, children to be seen and not fucking heard. Shut up. But what I did was, um, I didn't, wasn't there to be seen. I was there to learn and listen. So I listened to how adults interacted on a consistent basis. And it just, I formed a ton of new gifts, right? And it's something that I've taken with me throughout my adulthood. But you know what, man? Um, I, I want to, for those of the people that are listening to the show that don't know who you are, right? They haven't come across your content yet, which by the way, after this show, I hope you take a hard 180 y'all because this guy puts out some real shit and uh, he's changing lives all over the United States of America and the globe. So tell, tell my listeners a little bit about who you are. I'm a scared little boy in a grown ass man's body trying to raise five kids and trying to hold down a coaching business. And I'm a fireman and, um, 
I'm just trying to get through life, bro. Like I'm trying to figure out the way to do it, to have the ma- maximum impact and take advantage of every opportunity in my way amidst my own internal fears, insecurities, and the chaos around me. Like this is, this is real shit. All of you out there that think you're fucked up. Yes, you are. But so are all of us. We all are. So just, just stop and realize like you're not special. All your problems, there are problems too. Mm. That little voice in your head that tells you you're fucked up. You can't accomplish anything. You can't do anything. I hear it loud and clear all day long. You can overcome it. You can figure it out. I think this one, let's talk about that really quickly because uh, first of all, I loved the explanation of who you were a scared little boy in a grown man's body. I, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't say I feel the same way. And we've had many conversations, you and I, and this is the first time the actual public is going to hear one of our amazing conversations. Guys, for those of you listening, guys and girls, I've had numerous exchanges with Kyle. Um, you know, whether it's text message, whether it's voice note, whether it's face, it doesn't matter. I've had over a year right around of interactions with this gentleman. And he is every bit as advertised talking about, he understands that he's not perfect and that he has insecurities and he fights every single day. You know, but I'm very, I'm very interested in you diving in a little bit like that because people would really love to puff their chest up and lie not only to themselves, but those around them. And what, what are some of the dangers in doing that? Lying to yourself, mm. you know, sit, sitting silently in your pain and suffering and inner turmoil and never facing the truth that you need to change, that you're a warrior without a battle to fight, that you're miserable. Like, just accept it. And, and there's, there's only one way. There's only one way to fix it. And that's every day to lean into it. Like mm. you, have, you have to. There's no other option. Like you will be miserable every day of your life and have massive self-doubt, depression, and anxiety unless you earn the right to destroy it every single day. In fact, multiple times a day. Wow. Powerful man. Because here's the thing, you know, guys, when he's talking about leaning into it, you know, if you, if you are connected with Kyle on his, on his Instagram and his social media platforms, you'll see every morning there's a picture of him at 4am or 3.30am, whatever in the mirror. And it's in, in the captions always, I mean, he always looks like, you know, drizzled up, bagged up, mashed up assholes. He looks terrible. <laughs> and uh, it's truth, right? You for, wake up, no filter. Uh, like, and he always says, you know, my weakness is screaming or something like that. And you get up and you do the work regardless of how you feel, you know, and, and so walk the listeners that may not be completely subscribed to that thought process. There's a lot of people listening right now that say, well, you know what, man, I just think I need like a mental break today and I need to take some time because of self-love. What would you say to those people? Go in the mirror and really try to lie to yourself. Like, and, and just listen, like listen to how you actually feel, like all the things that you hate about your life and all the reasons why you don't respect yourself. Listen to it while you try to lie to yourself and tell yourself that, no, I'm, I'm good with my fat body. I'm good with my reactions with my family. I'm good with my financial situation. Like, are you? Are you really? And just sit there and listen. And if you're not, that's where your inner turmoil is coming from. You're not in alignment. Your body is not in alignment with the true warrior that you were meant to be your true self, and your actions are not in alignment with your conscience. If you get those two things lined up, 
you're unstoppable. Oh man. I mean, like we're seven minutes into this y'all and it, there's all, there's already been like, you know, 30 second clip, maybe multiple 30 second clips of conversation that are impactful that can help you through not just your day, but your life. The one that really just grabs my attention and, and shakes the shit out of me is my reactions with my family. The whole fat body, I'm not where I need to be. I'm not the warrior I, I, I should be. It's everyday process. Me either, bro. Right. We're working on it every day. The one thing that drives me to almost like tears on a day-to-day basis is I can count at least a half dozen times every single day, if I'm being conscious about it, of poor reactions towards my children and my wife. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So what what are father's struggles? One, apathy, right? Um, Eeyore dad, mm-hmm. like low energy, frowny face, mm-hmm. like that energy, like you're, that is what you're creating in your children. They, they're going to emulate you. And your wife lives a blah life because she's married to a rock. You, you just, uh, and I don't mean a good rock because you want to be a rock. You want to be steady. I know what you mean, man. There's a lot of negative energy that people like husbands can give off on a day-to-day basis. And I don't think as men, everybody's aware of that. No, it's hard to be aware of it. It, it just kind of happens. Like I still get trapped in it sometimes where I'm like stuck in my own head and there's my face is like, looks like thinking face. I'm just like angry. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm like, my kids are looking at me is, is dad pissed? And my wife's like, dad's pissed. And I'm just, I'm just thinking about like what I'm going to eat for dinner. But <laughs> that's the energy we're putting off. That's the yeah. person, you know? So yeah. like, what if the dad like comes home from work and he's just like, gets his head right. And he walks in the door and he's like, dad's home. It's party. Yeah. Come here, baby. Gives his kid, his wife a kiss, picks her up off the ground, you know, and then goes to his kids picks them all up. It, it, it gives them knuckles. Like, what are you guys doing? How was school? You guys got homework tonight? What are we doing tonight? If you got your homework done, like what, you guys want to go to the park? You want to throw the ball? Yeah. Like what's up? Let's go. You know? And you might be drained, like drained from your day. And you might be stressed. You might have some financial stress too. Like that mm. financial stress that eats you is like your brain's in a knot and you wake up with it and you go to bed with it. Keeps you up at night. Your kids don't care. Your wife doesn't need that inner turmoil. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's yours and for yours to deal with, like with your boys, with your group, with well, like you need to have a group of men that you can talk to about this stuff, by the way. If you don't, yeah. you, you have to be able to purge it and talk about it. But man, you don't want to stress your wife out and your kids, you know? And so you got to be that energetic, loving leader that they need, even regardless of what's going on in your life, whatever whatever chaos is going on inside you. I say the, the darkness is inside you is yours, not theirs. Oh, wow. Hey, dude, it's so funny because like this weekend, it was, uh, I think, Saturday. And then even yesterday, there was a couple moments in time where my I was just exhausted, bro. Like, I don't want to fucking do anything. Like you talk about that inner turmoil or just I'm stressed. My brain is twisted. Yeah. And yeah. there's worry for the future. It's like, yeah, everything. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not doing all you see is death and like destruction. Yeah. It's like, I'm not doing enough. What the fuck is this? This, yeah, this yeah. sucks. This fucking sucks. And I'm like, my daughter came up to me yesterday. Let's talk about this one yesterday. I want to go out on my scooter, daddy. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I just got off calls. I've had a horrible fucking day. <laughs> and I just, and I, and I had, and I actually, I, you know, got 
it was after I went to the gym. I had a shitty day, went to the gym, came home, and I still wasn't right. And I did a leg workout. That's how bad I felt mentally yesterday. And you know, I'm, I'm I have one more call. I'm finishing up. I walk in the house. She's like, I want to go on a scooter. You know, the first thing I thought of, my boy Kyle. What the fuck would Kyle do? Oh shit! I said, get your stuff. Let's roll. Let's roll. And we we I put her in the her little helmet and her little scooter. This is me on my three year old. And you know, we go down the street. And she's like, I want to go that way. I want to go all the way where we did on Saturday. I'm like, how do your legs feel? You do that? And we went and did it. And halfway down, she's like, I'm done. And I'm carrying her scooter back. <laughs> I'm carrying her helmet. But you know, it was it was that moment right there. So what you're talking about is like your children. First of all, didn't ask to be brought, be brought into this world, okay? And so if you're a father, regardless of how you feel about yourself and how your day went, man, you got to show the fuck up. Yeah, man. You, you really do. They just don't care like how hard your day was. They can't comprehend it. They're just going to look back and be like, dad was a dick. Like they don't mm. care how hard it was. Like, and, and what do you want to teach them? Like you want to teach them how to be a leader and a man. What does a leader and a man do? He does what must be done regardless of circumstance, <laughs> right? And the other thing is like, this is why you have to structure your life in a way where you're proud of yourself, regardless of the outcome. So like when you can detach from the results and uh, it's hard to do, especially like if you're in sales, <laughs> right? <laughs> Grind yeah, out all your calls and just be like, dude, I hit brick walls all day today. And mm-hmm. you can let it affect you in a negative way. But if we're actually stepping back and looking at everything that's going on. And you're like, okay, listen, I'm going to show up. I'm going to do the work. I already know that. I have a track record, like showing up, doing the work over time has results. Now amidst that line of time of working. Yeah. There's going to be ups and downs. That's just life. Mm. Understand the ups and downs are going to be on an upward trajectory. And it's hard when you're in a dip, even though you look back, five years and you're like, man, we've come so far, but any dip, we start to get all crazy and depressed and freak out when we, we have to detach from the results and just look at the man. Like, did I do what I was supposed to do today? Like, that's it. Like for me, it's like, did I wake up the time that I was supposed to wake up? Did I do my personal development time the way that I said I was, did I get my workout in and did I give it everything? And then throughout the day, did I do everything in work that I said I was supposed to do? And when I said I was going to be done with work, did I give my family the energy that they deserve and that I promised myself that I would give them? And throughout that time, throughout the day, did I control what I ate? Did I stick to my nutrition plan? And was I in control of my emotional reactions? Was I steady with my family? Did they know the dad that's coming home? Like, or are they worried, like, which dad's going to walk in the door? I hope you had a good day at work. I hope you got sales today. Uh, how was work, honey? Did you did you did you get any sales? No. Oh shit! Hunker down, kids. Angry dad's coming home. Like that's bullshit. Yeah, man. And, and you know, I I think, dude, like you're you're saying all these things, man. It's just like these are things that I've struggled with over my life. Yeah, me too. Right. It's like like I'll never be mean to my children. I'm never. I, that's not how I. That's not how my emotions present themselves. They present themselves in 
you know, the lack of confidence, the scarcity, yeah. like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Thankfully in corporate sales, like I've, I've always been able to make money. You know, I, I think my struggle comes in when you're starting a new coaching business. That's where the stress comes from, you know, but I want to back up a little bit because, you know, you talked about detaching from the results. I think that's super important because there's something that I've always done in my, I keep going back to corporate America because that's my experience. I always have a sales process. I know how many people I'm going to call a day. I know exactly how how I'm going to do the reach outs. I know my follow-up process. I know my calendar cadence. It's all done. But yet it sometimes in, in transferring that knowledge is difficult because you think, oh man, it's totally different. No, it's really not. So he- here's the thing. For those of you who are listening, uh, my job in my business and your job in your business is to make the action the goal. If you can make the action the goal, provided that it's actually action that'll provide results over an extended period of time, as long as you can master the monotony of being consistent every day. And I'm not talking about a week. I'm talking about like years. I'm talking about months, years, decades. That type of consistency yields results, not the short-term bullshit. So if you could do that, and and just like Kyle's saying, is the non-negotiables that he has on an every single day basis, we all have them. Whether we are acknowledging them or not, we have those non-negotiables. Are we doing them? And if we do them, do we do them to its completion? Do we give everything we got? And if we can say that every single day, then you win constantly. The results are going to show up. Just like, oh, here I am. When do we get frustrated? It's when we want what we don't deserve and we haven't earned. Sure. Yeah. Right away. Instant gratification. Yeah. Like we're, we're why isn't this working? And it's like, you've been doing this for two weeks, bro. Like, you know, it's like, it's like, finally, I'm going to hunker down. And I'm going to like, I'm going to start working out and eating right. And then three days later, you're like, man, I haven't really lost much. And you're like, no oh, shit. You didn't get fat overnight, motherfucker. And 72 hours and on Tuesday, you ate a pizza. It's like, <laughs> yeah, work. man. Work, man. You got to stick to something long term. That's the way uh, the universe works. You know? What would you, yeah. What would you say, man? Like going back to the whole um, marriage Right. You, you, you really advocate on, Hey, if you're a dick, apologize to your wife, run, apologize, man. You know, it's the most painful thing, but apologize. You know, have you and your wife always had that type of, I guess, interaction or tell, tell us about that, man. No, like when we were first married, I was a lazy piece of shit. So like, I I just did, I, I was unaware. I was unaware. Many of you out there are very unaware of like the havoc you are wreaking on your marriage. Like, your defensiveness, like so goddamn sensitive. Like my wife will tell you, I was very sensitive. Every time she'd tell me something I needed to do better at, I would just like dig my heels in and tell her why she was wrong. And mm-hmm. well, what about you, you? And then attack. It's like, my God, it's embarrassing. It's like basic relationships. It's, it's like just being cordial, being nice, like cleaning up after yourself, like doing more for the family than anyone else. Like the mm-hmm. father's do more in the house than anyone. So like, look at your wife, look how much she does. Double that shit. Mm. Take stuff off of her plate. Find find out the stuff that stresses her out the most. And after you work a fucking 15 hour day, come home, play with the kids and do it before you go to bed. Mm. Is your marriage worth it to you? Like people say their, their, their marriage and their family is the most important thing in the world. And it's bullshit. They're not showing that, right? They're not showing that in their actions. That's the biggest thing. Talking. And trust me. I know because I was that guy. I, yeah. I would leave piles of clothes everywhere. I would never do the dishes, never help cook, never help clean because I made the money. 
working like 36 hours a week. I thought I was mm-hmm. like killing it as a man because I was paying the bills. Working yeah. Some part-time job. It's just like, if you want your family to flourish, you have to do the most. And there, there's the, slo- the Superhuman Father slogan. It's in the back of our shirts right there. We do the most. We need the least. You know, it's funny because there's a lot of men that get trapped with feeling like they need more. And when they get home from work or whatever it is throughout the day, they like to keep score with shit. Yeah. You know, talk to us a little bit about, you know, your thoughts on keeping score on your partner, because I think it's, I think it's a trap, dude. And I'm not going to say I haven't done it. Of course I fucking have, you know, like for, for, for us in my house, like I do the dishes because I enjoy it. Like I love to grill every night. You know, I, I don't, that's my pleasure. That's what I want to do. But then there's other areas where I can find myself sometimes going in that mindset of keeping score when she comes down stairs. Hey, can you do this for me? I'm thinking like my, my reaction inside my brain. And I'm sure it comes out on my face because I'm yeah. constantly reminded of it. Right. Is like, I'm, I'm comparing. Yeah. Hey, I keep score too. I keep score how many times I say, absolutely, I can do that. And then do more. Like, I will do more than you. That, like, that's how I keep score. I'll take care of you more than you take care of me. And so if, if she turns it up, I'm going to turn it up even more. And she's also very competitive. Mm-hmm. And so over the years, we started to both have this outlook towards each other of just like massive service to each other, trying to outdo each other by serving each other. And that's what you want to culture in your family. Like, you know, and I learned that from the firehouse, man. I learned that from the firehouse because anytime you do something for someone who's a good fireman, you're going to find it double back to you. Whether you lend them money or give them a sandwich, like mm-hmm. you're going to find two sandwiches or ha- double the money in your account. You know, a good fireman. Not all are like that, but <laughs> there's, a, there's this sense of like, you're not going to eat. If there's, if there's a, like, a bunch of cookies on a plate and cookies eat way too many firemen, fucking firemen stop being fat firemen, stop eating the cookies. But the point is if there's one cookie left, it stays there and then it'll get halved. No shit. It halved. No one will take the last piece. That's hysterical. So a lot of these things I learned just by being around good firemen that because we have to learn to live together in tight quarters with a bunch of angry men. Yeah. You know, and so you learn how to take care of each other and serve each other so that it works and you enjoy life together. And that's really what taught me to bring that home to my family, man. Yeah, that's that's selfless behavior. I, I enjoy that. The thing that, you know, I want to really highlight is, is when you and your wife started going on that journey of, you know, let's just call it outperforming each other over delivering, right? Um, because a lot of times when a husband or wife will make an adjustment in their marriage, there's a lot of people that go into it like, well, I tried this once and I didn't get a result. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, so they say, fuck it. And they, you know, like guilty as charged, man. I've done that. I think it's so important to understand that your spouse needs to see this as a continuous improvement or it's yeah. just a good moment. It's all she, it is. She doesn't respect you or believe you. And so she's going to test you. She's going to test you by trying to piss you off. Mm. And, and she might actually just be a bad person. That. That might be the case too. Or how much more important is it for you to lead and show her what a good man looks like? Like we we think we have to be a piece of shit just because she is. Yeah. Does that make any sense at all? Like how are you leading from the front when you're letting her response completely crush you and then you lose your mind yeah. and then you blame it on her? Like you chose her. So now lead her by example. And it might take years. 
But if you're committed to this relationship, guess what? Years from now, you're still going to be miserable if you don't get your shit together. So it's like, other than that, like then leave, just leave. Those are your two options, lead or leave. That's it. That's it. And if you decide to stay, just go all in and accept all her faults and then teach her by example and be patient and loving and lead your family without being emotionally affected by them. Like we need a logical man in the house. Leading you. Yeah, that's a great point. Again, what I mean, so many gems dropped, brother. I mean, like this is, you know, minute 25 already, and it feels like two minutes. And if the audience has not tuned out, then they are getting benefit, like benefit after benefit of this conversation. I mean, straight up. I want you to go into a little bit though about your your coaching business and what superhuman fathers is, because you know, it would be a crime. Not to make that a highlight of the show. Yeah, man. Superhuman Fathers has become a second family to me. It's an organic, growing brotherhood that had ne- never had a plan of being started in the, in the first place. I've always been obsessed with body composition change. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was a kid looking at G.I. Joe guys and freaking He-Man and stuff, you know, like I wanted to be jacked. And I've been given very skinny genetics. So it's been a long 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of you look pain. good, man. You're all jacked up, bro. You look great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the 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 legs still suffer, but uh, hey, I'll be a bull riding a chicken. It's all right. <laughs> but, but you know, it, the, but the point was, I got into that. All right, and then and then guys started asking me, "Hey, man, help help me, help me look like that." And I was like, "Cool, yeah, I love it." So they started, uh, and especially as I started getting older with guys with families, started getting them ripped, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. what did I see? Huh? more confidence, more patience in the home, more sex, mm-hmm. better connection with their wives. Wow. We have a happier, more fulfilled human from changing his body. But it wasn't what I learned. It wasn't necessarily just the body. It was the habits and it was the discipline that bled over into the other things. Because if you can control your food, man, like if you could control that food, I'm a food addict. Yeah. We've had that conversation. We're both yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, it, if I eat one piece of pizza, I'm eating 10 pizzas. Like yeah. I, I have a problem, but like, bro, like I have a problem, <laughs> but you can do this. You can be a food addict. You can live ripped. Like you can, mm. because I'm doing it. And it's a struggle for me every day. It really is. Like I want to go eat some shit right now, but I wrote on my whiteboard exactly what I'm going to eat today. And I'm going to stick to that because the food is not going to heal me. It's just going to make me pissed off and angry with myself. I already know that. Yeah, man. It doesn't make it any easier, right? So this is part of the reason why I started Superhuman Fathers was my food addiction. And I saw the pain of men as they got older and they started to lose their fire and let themselves go and fall into depression and anxiety and slowly die. And so guys started reaching out to me for help. And eventually I started charging. We turned into a business. We went from 30, 50, 100, 200, 300. We're over 350 guys now. We have multiple groups within the Superhuman Fathers Brotherhood. We have the Vikings for the big boys. They run the show. They are the leaders of the ship. So if you're if you're like 260, 270 and above and you got some serious weight to lose, you, we put you in with the Vikings. And then the rest of the group, we have you earn your way into what we call the Order of the Warrior Monk. The mm. Order of the Warrior Monk is the place where you're getting close. You're almost there, but you're about to go into the quicksand. And we call the quicksand that because in order to get really, really, really lean the first time, you're going to go through some shit. You're going to go through some physical pain. 
But what happens when you go through physical pain and you take it as a spiritual challenge? Your life changes. You become a very powerful man. And eventually you will change your body fat set point. I don't know if it's physical or mental. I think it's more mental. You have a temperature gauge of where you're happy with in your physique. Mm -hmm. You shrink it, you bring it down. And now your level of acceptance has changed. Just like if your income increases, you're, you expect more. Yeah. So you expect to be lean. And when you expect to be lean and you learn the process of how to maintain that throughout your life, well, now you're walking around jacked and lean all day. And now you don't have to worry about it anymore. That worry is gone because you figured it out. And then you can move on to better things. I think, you know, that that worry uh, haunts men every yeah. day. I mean, it, it you know, you know, it, it haunts them if they're on vacation going to a beach. It haunts them if, yeah. you know, the family wants to go to the pool or, or whatever it is. What would you say or how would you help somebody? Because there's some people here listening right now that need you. Right. And, and are listening to this episode like, man, I'm, I'm interested in, you know, connecting with this guy. This is what this show is about is highlighting people in their businesses. Right. And what they've gone through. There's that man right now listening. Imagine this. It's like, man, I, I get, I almost get there. And then I self-sabotage and then I wait for the right moment again. And I almost get there. And my temperature gauge of what I'm happy with never changes. So I cool myself down to just not get there because I want to be right about myself that I don't deserve to be lean. I don't deserve to be jacked. How would you, what would you say to those people? Who do you surround yourself with? That would be my first question. Mm. If you surround yourself with people that accept mediocrity and tell you, you're just fine. You're just fine. Oh, you're just fine. But you know, inside you're not look at who you're around. That's probably the answer. It's a good point, man, because there's so many people out there that just almost get there. Right. And then it's like this, this peaks and valley peaks and valley. It's like the yo-yo, right? They're constantly trying to get to that point. I surrounded myself with guys that were doing it leaner, more Jack, mm -hmm. more disciplined than me. How do I increase my income? I go spend time with people that make way more money than me. Like, yeah. and I pay them to be around them and to teach me that, that that's the answer. My friends, that is the answer. That's not the answer people want. And so let's dive into that shit. Let's really dive into that. Yeah, you want to it. You ask me how much money I spend every year on my own personal development? No, I mean, you can share it if you want. Go ahead. I don't care. I'm going to WarriorCon 4 Live, 10000 mm -hmm. bucks. I thought that would be a great experience to kind of watch some men's groups that are doing some amazing things. I just paid Andy Elliott five grand for one day with my wife and him, and I paid him another eight, nine for me and my son to go in February. Um, we're going to the uh, Arate event in November. You going to Nashville? Yep. Nice. Uh, last month, I just finished up a mastermind with uh, Big Wes and Bedros. That mm -hmm. was fifteen grand. Um, like, how do you think we get like this? It, it's not by reading books, and it's not by uh, thinking about it and writing a vision board. It's getting around people that are doing it that will hold you accountable. Like, that's it. I, I, I love that. You know, I think, I think the, the biggest thing, uh, you know, that the audience could take away from this is like, if you want to get in the room, you got to pay for it I, straight up. You, you, you cannot, what can we offer them? We have no value to give them. They have so much value to give us. We have nothing. Our presence doesn't give them value. They're so elevated that it's mm -hmm. like, they're, they're like, Hey, they're, they're doing us a favor by giving us the option to pay them to be around them. And then they're like, dude, like to them, it's like, thanks. Like, 
you're you're validating me like my value like mm-hmm. now i'm indebted to you to help you like i want to provide you what you need like what do you need yeah you know that's the biggest thing man is and that's what i really just want to focus on right now because you know i've invested in the last year $70,000 right and I, I mean i don't feel i'm exactly where i need to be right so i have to look at that and I have to have that. I have to accept that responsibility. Like, okay, your picker might be broken, dude. You know, again. And so, but people will go, I just want it for free. Like, how can I get in the room with these people? And dude, there's, there are some instances where you get lucky, right? Where, you know, you and I had a conversation that we're not going to mention names, but I have an in-person interview with the biggest, baddest dude in the industry, in my opinion, right? Right now big dude. And it was just a simple, I did a simple Instagram video and sent it to him. I was sit down with this guy, you know, in January, it can happen like that, but you know, what'll probably happen out of that. Well, yeah. What's the power behind that? It's the relationship. And so he scratches your back. And, and here's the thing. It's like, okay, now I'm already thinking it's like, okay, this guy is doing me a solid. He doesn't have to, what does he have that I can be involved in? Yes. And have a plan for it. You give, you give, you give, you give, you give, you give, and then mm-hmm. the magic happens. Just straight up. That's where people that are very successful understand that the magic behind success is in giving more than you receive. And weird how marriage is the same. Weird mm-hmm. how fatherhood is the same. Weird that building a physique is the same. It, yeah, man. The same principles, man. It's just, it's, it's epic, brother. It, it truly is because, you know, that right there, it, what people need to understand is you are not going to get to the next level. You're seeing all these people on social media or in Entrepreneur Magazine, GQ, whatever the fuck the publication is. Like, they did not get there alone. Do you, you need people. Yeah. And there might be someone out there that's like just a savage that's done amazing things on his own. That's not sure. you. No. It's not you. It ain't fucking me. I can tell you that much right now. Like, like it's not anyone that's listening here. Like you need help. You need guidance. You need coaching. You need masterminds. Like you need people that have done it and help you to get to where you want to go. If you invest in all that and invest in yourself, the, dude, the sky's the limit, dude. I'm, I'm close to making a million bucks this year. Fucking this year. congratulations, man. Like that's 18 months. I'm a fireman. I'm not an entrepreneur, but what did I do? I surrounded myself by masters of the craft that mm-hmm. helped me one become this man like become the man that can speak that can set the example that will work harder that will be more disciplined than the people he leads like if you want to be a leader of men you have to have something to offer them and the best thing you can offer them is your example that's number one and then two like how to do it you there's no way to know you'll take 30 years just figuring out like one percent unless you go mm-hmm. to the guy who's done it for 30 years. And he's like, Oh yeah, skip all that bullshit. Um, let me uh, get you there in 30 days. And it's like, yeah. Oh, that was a good investment. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing, man. There's, there's something that I, you know, I want to, I want to do with you and I can't, I don't know exactly what it's called, but BK has this squire program. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do that with my son. We were going to go to the one in um, North Carolina, but I'm, but it's the same day as the the Arte event. But they have one just for the dudes. Oh, oh shit. Okay. So, so here's what I'm saying. I want to set a date from a year from today, like it, sometime <laughs> in 2023. I can't get away from this, bro. 
I, dude, I, Steve Eckert is my personal coach. You know, I've been just obsessed with learning from Bedros. Like I've been hanging out with all those guys. I, I mean, listen, it's going to push me to the next level. You know, I'd like to, I'd like to do that with you by the end of 2023. Dude. <laughs> Shit. You know, uh, the, and then, uh, Ray, Ray cash care was telling me mm-hmm. in the elevator the other day. He's like, Hey, he's like, I know you got a good thing going here, but he's like, I want to get you cold. I want to get you so cold. And I'm just like, I'm in the elevator looking at him like, man, I'm, I'm a fireman. I, I do heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly, dude. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk offline about that. But I think that's something that, uh, you know, I've been kind of thinking about for a long time. It's a very special, special thing they have going on, dude. It's it's really cool. Yeah. And it's, it, it really is life-changing for these guys. I've heard their stories. Um, and it's, I mean, it that, that whole crew he's got is just... It's epic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, man, we got to land the plane here in a little bit, but so I have a couple more questions I want to ask you. This has been impactful, right? It's been a real conversation. And just like we mentioned, it's totally unfiltered, totally unscripted. And we are going hard on this conversation and pro- trying to provide as much value as we possibly can for the listener. So um, with that being said, how can my audience best support you? Oh man, S- come sign up, join superhuman fathers. Like that, that was the message. If, if we have what you want, this is the problem with a lot of people. They're like, I get on a call and you're like, I'm so miserable. Like, I just want to cut my fat off. I'm angry with my family. And, uh, and then, and then we get to price and everyone's like, Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let me think about it. And I'm like, you're not our guy. Hmm. Not ready. Yeah. Like I already know. I already know. Like the guy, the guy who is our people that actually gets results and like just kills it is like, I need this. Like I need this. I don't care what it takes. I'm all in. And they're just like, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Be a trigger puller. Pull the yeah, trigger. Man. That's some good stuff, man. I, I, I appreciate you, dude. And I appreciate everything you're doing. And I love just watching you grow. You know, the fact I remember when we met, you had like a hundred people. Yeah. And um, just to give the audience some type of timeline. Now you're up to 350. You told me you had a hundred people. It was sometime in maybe 150. Okay. I, I believe if 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 my mental time frame is working, timeline is working, it was around March or April. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. That's how much I pay attention. I mean, that's <laughs> the thing. It's like, you know, so for me, like that that right there, man, is just is invaluable. And I know you and I are gonna talk offline about your program. We've already, you know, kind of started talking about it. Um, but uh man, I just I'm so damn proud of you and I just love everything you're doing. And brother, the world needs you. Fathers need you. And more than that, more than the fathers needing you, it's the wives and the yep. children that need you. Yeah. Epic business, brother. Epic thing that you're doing for the create world. Create the message, spread the message, and then create more messengers. And just, I call it the gathering, man. We're gathering we're gathering fathers and we're, we're, we're healing their families and curing their inner turmoil. And results don't lie, man. The transformations, like... <laughs> We got like 30 of them about to release 30 transformations that are insane. We've been pushing these boys, pushing them, holding them back, pushing, pushing, pushing. Love it, dude. I mean, dude, all the, all the transformations are not just like, and guys listening, like here's the thing. I'm going to put all of his information in the show notes, obviously links to his site. You'll click on his name and it'll take you right to his website. Right. Um, you're going to see, you know, his social media platform links, all that kind of stuff. But like, guys, when you see transformations, you have not seen transformations like this. So I encourage you 
to go to my boys' social media links, check them out, show them some love, send them a message, just let them know where you found them and how you heard of them. You know, say, hey, I heard you on my boy Sean's show. And um, you know, there's not a heart bigger than Kyle. And and the thing that I love about Kyle, and it's probably uh, the thing that you know he <laughs> he's self-admitted to me has too much of is empathy, right? And He's going to come with you with some harsh realities, but he's also empathetic because he's been there. You always want to be able to hire somebody and be led by somebody who's been through the shit just like you are. That's yeah, my boy. If you're uncomfortable having your coach uh, cry in front of you, then pro- stay away. <laughs> yeah, he, he's an emotional dude and I love it about him. So Kyle, dude, thank you so much for hanging out with uh, me and my audience for the last 45 minutes. I cannot wait to get this thing out there. And again, guys, if you got anything out of the show, please share it and tag us both on our social media platforms. Uh, we'll definitely share it back to our show. And hey, um, don't forget to subscribe to the show and to leave a rating and a comment. So um, without being said, guys, uh, I love you all. And again, Kyle, thank you so much, buddy. Thanks, Sean. You're the man, bro. You got it, buddy. Peace, guys.